0: We yeah. had a timeout. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. It's now. <laughs> Like.
1: And where's your like, coach at least you? Alicia, get ready. Get ready. You're going in.
0: Yeah, they're just like, okay, Alicia, warm up. Yeah. they're like, okay, Alicia, you're in now. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I guess, let's go.
1: Welcome to the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast. Every week, we'll be talking shop with lacrosse goalies, coaches, and special guests. <laughs> This is the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast. Now your host, Coach Damon Wilson. Oh yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, always from around the world, welcome to the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Damon, and this is the show 100% dedicated to the lacrosse goalie. On this show, I like to interview the best goalies in our sport. And really find out what makes them so great. What are the uh, the drills that they do, the stories that they can tell us, the mindsets that they have, everything that they know that have gotten them to where they're at in their lacrosse goalie career. And hopefully with each episode, you can take out a thing or two, learn from these goalies, and apply it to your own lacrosse goalie game. First episode of 2024 is a good one we've got the university of north carolina goalie alicia nicholas she's a junior she's from ithaca new york she had a fantastic season for carolina 2023 tawaritan award watch list 2023 honorable mention all american that's usa lacrosse magazine acc defensive player of the week 2023 all acc academic team the books are important folks Pleasure to interview Alicia. She's got some great stories. Awesome, awesome young lady. And I know you're going to love this conversation with Double Zero. It's Alicia Nicholas. Before we begin this episode, I want to read a word from our sponsor, and that is my own, Lax Goalie Rat Academy. If you're looking to level up your youth's lacrosse goalie game with the best coaches in this sport, the best training tools, and the best goalie community, that's what the Lax Goalie Rat Academy is all about. It's virtual training tools It's going to give your young goalie the confidence to be great so they can go out there, play well, and make you that proud goalie mom or proud goalie dad. There's over 130 hours of content on different areas like drills, techniques, the mental game lacrosse IQ, offense, defense, how to how to play uh, one-on-one defense. There are stringing tutorials, and there's even sessions on <clears throat> how to coach goalies along with physical training. Everything you need to level up your youth lacrosse goalie game from the best coaches out there, PLL, Athletes Unlimited, coaches, myself, Coach Damon Wilson. Put a ton of effort into this academy. I think it's an amazing training resource. You can join... For just 40 bucks a month, Netflix models, you come in, 40 bucks for your first month, stay as long as you want, cancel any time. We also do live coaching sessions, or I should say I do live coaching sessions about once a month, so you can join those, ask me questions, or really just connect with any number of lacrosse goalie moms, dads, or youth goalies out there. To join, go to laxgoalierat.com slash camp, C-A-M-P, laxgoalierat.com C-A-M-P, camp, and you can get started for just 40 bucks for your very first month. laxgoldyratcom slash camp. Hope to see you there. Take care. Uh, pleasure to welcome to the podcast, Carolina starting goalie. Uh, honorable mention All-American last season. It's Alicia Nicholas. Alicia, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I always like to hear the story of um, the first time you jumped into goal. Do you remember that?
0: Yes, I do, actually. Um, so. We were at a little lacrosse tournament in um, upstate New York. It was really rainy. I think it was by a lake because, of course, it was. And we we needed a goalie. And I had started playing, like, two years after all my other teammates because, you know, everyone started in, like, second grade, and I started in, like, fourth. And I was like, you know what? I'll try it. Jumped in net. I had, like, three saves. And I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm awesome at this. I'm just going to keep doing it. So, like, every tournament, I played goalie. My parents didn't want me to do it. i jump in at practices. And then the next thing you know, like, a year later, I was like, I don't know why I'd play anything else. So.
1: Love it. Yeah, yeah. sometimes it's that first taste of initial success when you jump into goal. That really, like, dry. I know it was for me. I made it say, like, barely. I hadn't even played. Um like one week of goalie and i made like a huge save for the team when our when our goalie our starting goalie got a penalty and i just stood there hit me hit me right in the face mask but after that i was really hooked and it sounded like yeah. it sounded like that little first taste of success for you got you hooked yeah
0: absolutely absolutely yeah. It was, i think i held my stick like I had six inches, like, further from the head, you know, like, I wasn't Mm -hmm. doing anything. They're like, you do (laughs) it like this, like, during warm-ups, and I was like, cool, got it, like, you know, and yeah, three cities, and I was like, I'm awesome at this, I'm just gonna keep doing it, so... (laughs)
1: That is funny that you mentioned that because I do see that with kids that are first like just starting out. Like it's the first time. Like instead of grabbing the stick, sort of, you know, where the where the shaft meets the plastic, yeah. they grab it kind of halfway and sort of like move their body out of the way and try to like swat at it. That's kind of yeah. your 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 t- the technique that they use, not knowing anything, right?
0: That was exactly what I was doing. And I learned <laughs> that maybe five minutes they're like throwing balls at me. I'd never tried before. I think that was yeah. the first time putting on the gear. yeah. And- I was like, yes, I'm great at this. I'm going to keep doing it.
1: Love it. So um, why didn't your mom want you to be a goalie?
0: It stressed her out a lot. It took her like a couple years and she's like, well, you know, she's got the most gear on, on the whole field. Like she's safer than everyone else, but it took a little while for her to get there. Yeah. At first. And my stepdad was a played lacrosse. And he was like, I just don't know if she's going to want to do it. And I was like, no, I'm doing it. This is awesome. And just ran with it.
1: Yeah. Goalie it mom was- or goalie dad is one of the hardest positions out there. Right. Cause you're, yes, I mean, not only like you're always rooting for your kid to do well, but when you're playing goalie, you got this added, like fear of them getting hit with the shots. And so it's like, yeah. ah, yeah. Um, so.
0: <laughs> she's like, she's got a helmet. No one else has a helmet on. She's good. Mm-hmm. Like that was mentality yeah now it just took a little while for her to get there all
1: right and she's there now because i i see her in the uh i see her in the facebook group that i run and she's yeah. she's posting alicia oh. first first starting first start at carolina alicia all america she's she's your number yeah. one fan now huh? no,
0: she loves it she loves it so much yeah she like yeah
1: That's cool. Now, where did you, uh, then, you know, you make those first couple of saves, uh, how did you go about learning how to, uh, I don't know, make saves on a more consistent basis?
0: Yeah. So I actually had a bunch of like really good goalie coaches, really young, which I'm so fortunate. So we had, uh, Lori DeLuca, who I believe was an All-American at Delaware and she coached for a while at my, like, little club team, like little town club team. And she showed me like the arc, she showed me how to hold the stick, you know, and Mm -hmm. I was like, nine or 10 years old. And then my stepdad coached at like the collegiate level for a while. So she ended up moving away. But then um, he took over kept teaching me. And like, you know, just I just like had, I was very fortunate to have a lot of coaching really young and mm. they just really helped me get there like they showed me the five step arc and they showed me how to hold my stick and like be an athlete in an athletic position and like yeah it's just kind of how i like yeah they just showed me the ropes you know because they had collegiate experience and like both coaching and playing and like and then i went to a club team and had more advanced c- coaching and stuff like that
1: love it but so,
0: yeah and
1: deluca I guess that's Matt Deluca's mom, pro goalie or, Ma- Matt Deluca, or or some relative.
0: No, um, Coach Deluca, I believe he is at Delaware right now. He coached at Cornell for a little bit. Oh,
1: okay, so no relation to pro goalie Matt Deluca. No,
0: no, All right. no. She, uh, I think she's got two, little two, not little anymore, but she's got two girls playing right now. And her, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs>
1: That's why I don't know them. That's why I don't know them. We, we only follow goal, follow goalies on this show. I
0: know, but um, her husband but, is at Delaware now.
1: Got it. Okay. Um. Now is that the same approach that you take? We you know before we hit record, you mentioned you got like a camp coming up. Um. <laughs> when you're working with young kids, when you want to show young kids the ropes, is that sort of the exact same approach that you take now, or yeah. kind of knowing what you know now, do you do you teach them something different?
0: No. So I'm a big. Even at my like, you know, in my like collegiate career, I'm like big on fundamentals. So that's my first like go to is show them the stance, show them how to hold their stick. Keep it very neutral. You know, don't customize it too much when they're young, you know, neutral hand. Don't make it exaggerated either way. They don't have to stand super wide. Just start athletic and show them a pretty like average arc you Mm -hmm. know and get those fundamentals down and like how to step you know we always teach 45 degrees and like you can tailor that as you get older or not but
1: Mm -hmm.
0: type of stuff so that's my approach is just big easy fundamentals and then you can tailor it as you get older
1: smart yeah that's how i coach that's how i coach as well one of the one of the things that um is a huge problem. And I don't know if you dealt with this. I certainly did when I was starting. It's just that scare, you know, scared of the ball, right? You know, when the, the shot comes, instead of making that that motion to go get it, a lot of times, like, you know, you, you flinch or maybe some goalies go as far as to close their eyes or like, instead of going right to it, you come in and then you go to it. Or sometimes some goalies move away from it, but as they try and save it, how do you recommend goalies uh, train that or get that out of their system?
0: Yeah, so I definitely think when I was younger I experienced that, but I think just drilling like you have the balls coming six side high, you got to step to it, you know what I mean, and like overriding that like initial brain like function to get away from it, Mm -hmm. just like having those like repping it out over and over again. It seems very simple. There's no really like trick to it. I think I know some people will like lay down and like their parents will drop balls on their face and have them not blink but i didn't do anything like that we just really like you know stuck to the fundamentals yeah drills like the ball's coming here i'm stepping here you know what i mean and like override and get that muscle memory down and then eventually you know as you get older it gets less scary yeah and you just step into it and that's like your initial reaction so
1: yep i mean and that's the exact way I did it. You just, it just with reps, you build that muscle memory. And then, you know, instead there just comes a point where like, now I'm not scared. I'll tell you what will help though. And I wish I went through this. So there's these, I mean, you can use tennis balls, right. And there, or these, um, this is not actually a lacrosse ball. It's like a soft lacrosse ball. And so like you get the same style of rep, but yet Mm -hmm. if you happen to get hit with it, you know, you can keep going and you know, it doesn't hurt as bad. And, and I think that helps to train that fear response out.
0: No, absolutely. Absolutely. I also think like, you know, starting younger, they are not shooting as hard. You yeah. know, the ball right. doesn't hurt nearly really as bad. It's true. So like, you know, you just like it, you know, everyone's like, Oh, how are you not scared when it's coming like 60, 70 miles? I'm like, at this point, I'm just, it progressed as I got better. So I'm just like used to it. You know what I mean? I do. It's like you're younger, you're, they're throwing what, like five, 10 miles per hour. Like you're not, the ball is not coming very fast and it might've hurt in the moment, but it definitely didn't hurt as bad as it would now.
1: Yeah. What'd you say is your favorite part about being the lacrosse goalie, Alicia?
0: I love playing. Like, I just love competing. I think it's so much fun. And it's like, honestly, a very, it sounds counterintuitive, but it's a very like relaxing and comfortable feeling just like being in the zone and like, really, I just like love how intense and like competitive the position of goalie is like you, it's you and the other player and you have your defense and like, you just get to like, really like compete with your other, like the other, your components. And like, it's like just so satisfying, like getting that stop. And it's like, difficult but it is just like such a satisfying feeling and just to be able to compete especially at the highest level and like really put everything you have out there i just really i really do love it
1: yeah i love that yeah such a satisfying feeling to make to make those <laughs> it saves. Is. i mean especially in a big in a big moment um but really all eyes are on you um and it's just yeah it's just incredible feeling um on the flip side what would you say is your least favorite part
0: definitely the margin the small margin for error Mm. like you know you could be all over it but you just get like an unlucky bounce it skims your body wrong and it's like you know or you read it right you're just a little slow and it's just tough you know it's it is really it's hard but that's why I think it's so rewarding on the flip side but it's like you know it's brutal definitely like some of the tips you get like you're like i'm just i was all over it i got over there just an unlucky bounce you know what i mean but like yeah that is what makes it so fun I And mean, the like on the other side of it so
1: yeah small margin of error you're right yeah you, you 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 read the shot perfectly you get your stick there it maybe hits the side of the stick and goes in right yeah. <laughs> oh man yeah like Those
0: that, ones are it and it's like yeah. you're right you saw it you just weren't fast enough and it's like yeah. It's yeah. brutal.
1: Love it. Um, so upstate, upstate New York's got quite a, quite a bunch of lacrosse going on, a lot of club programs. Yeah. Um, did you, you end up going to U- UNC? So someone, someone saw you, right? Someone, someone yeah. saw you out there. How, did, you <laughs> know, how, how where did, where did that come from? Was that from club or t- or from high school or how, how did your career progress at that point?
0: Yeah. So I, um, got mainly noticed in club club. Um, uh, my, club coach was so Phil Barnes is who looked up in like he was his area was upstate New York and he was also our goalie coach okay. and he was in upstate a lot I went to a lot of UNC clinics and wow. like only the smaller ones and we just built like a reputation and yeah that's kind of how I played a lot of club I went to a lot of tournaments I went to a lot of clinics you know what I mean and just eventually Phil saw me liked me and yeah here we
1: and you went to Carolina clinics in North Carolina. No. So and they'd they come would, up to you.
0: They'd come up to like Maryland or um, like Syracuse and up there and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: Yeah. I was talking with someone else and I forget who it is at the moment, but I, we were talking about recruiting and she was saying that like, if you want to go to a specific school, like going to that school's clinic is like the number one thing that I recommend because right there, they get to After. see you, they get to meet you, they get to see how coachable you are, they get to see you play, mm-hmm. eyes are on you. In terms of return on investment, I know who it was now, it was Kimber Howard was talking about it. Yeah. It, it, um, it. That is the number one thing I'd recommend. And it sounds like you might say the same, yeah?
0: Absolutely. I really think that like you get to talk to the coaches. Yeah. They get to, you know, you had this like relationship with them that you wouldn't, if you were at, say like a, 600 person camp and right. you had all these different coaches you know what I mean because they see you but they also see 600 kids and they have to talk to 600 kids but when you go to these like small like a hundred person clinics like lunchtime you get to go and like talk to them and they bounce around and say hi to everyone you know what I mean and yeah. you get to work really closely with the players and get to know like their personalities and stuff like that so I think it's like I think that's the best way to do it for yeah. sure.
1: Now, did you always have a dream of going to Carolina or was that something that came about, um, you know, a little bit later on?
0: Yeah. So I actually spent a lot of time down in North Carolina because my middle brother was in a study at the medical center. And so right as I started getting into the lacrosse, they won their, I believe it was the 2013 national championship. Mm-hmm. It was like, this school's awesome. I like love lacrosse. Like I actually met Jenny when I was like, you know, still wearing like boys lacrosse shorts and like, (laughs) you know, just like a little tomboy in like fifth grade, I think it was. And I just like fell in love with it. And I knew it was my dream school for sure.
1: Got it. So then when you go to these camps, like with that in mind, Mm -hmm. it's gotta be a lot of pressure on you right you got to be like no man i want to go here so bad um i need to i need to i need to play well uh how do you deal with those nerves
0: yeah i honestly just like i think going into it being more curious than like nervous you know like wanting to learn from them Mm -hmm. and get to know them and i also think like a lot of times players have like their heart set on one place and it's very like face value, but you have to make sure you like the place too. It's yeah. not all about them liking you. Yeah. So go in like wanting to learn how to be a better goalie, wanting to like learn from all these, like from their coaches, from the players, like all this stuff. And then also wanting to learn how they are coaching wise and see if you like, like it, you know, yeah. cause you might have, like go to see a coach and you might not like how they coach, you know? Mm-hmm. even if paper it's your dream school
1: yeah so it's a great point it's kind of like yeah i mean a lot of i think a lot of people just kind of fall in love with the idea um of a school or even like you're so young it's like i just love the colors <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know what i mean or like something very trivial like that and and to your point to your point there's so much more like the team and and the coach and the coaching yeah. style and the school and walking around the campus and the feeling you get and is it a big school yeah. is it a little school all this stuff exactly. right? Yeah. exactly
0: And like you know I got fortunate because Carolina was my dream school and I really loved the people and I loved the coaches and I loved like the school in general but like sometimes and that, I think that's why people transfer too is because they just like don't fit at the school yeah. you know yeah going there and being like yeah, do I like how they run their clinics? Because if they run their clinics like this, practice is probably really similar.
1: Yeah, and like drills yeah,
0: yeah. they're doing. Do I like how much they're coaching, or do I like that they sit back more? You know, like that type of stuff is very important. And like your own process,
1: love so, it, love it. Yeah, hundred yep, percent. So um, when you're growing up, then what are there specific goalies that you enjoy uh, that you enjoy watching and learning yeah, so- from?
0: I loved watching Kaylee waters yeah. and I actually had the like incredible fortune of l- her coaching at UNC my freshman year and like knowing her on a pretty personal level now.
1: Yeah.
0: I just thought she was so awesome. Like she was, it was great. And I remember the first time she came to practice to um, like, she just, sh- sometimes our alumni just show up and I was like starstruck and I'm like a freshman. And I remember I had like the first, like my first like bad practice. And I just felt like I sucked, you know? And I we all go through it. And I just like really did not play well. And I was so worried about playing well the next day. And Kaylee showed up and I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. Like, you know, I didn't even worry about playing bad or good because I was like, Oh my god, I watch Kaylee play all the time and now she's here at practice practicing with us and it was just awesome.
1: Yeah, that so. is great. Um I've had Kaylee on um I've had her on the show and she's presented at the at the goalie summit and she's great. She's so she's so uh passionate about this position and across yeah. and and just awesome goalie mind. Uh what were what would, what would you say are some lessons uh specific lessons that she taught you?
0: Yeah. So first thing is she just like not even, like, goalie, but as a person, she just, like, commits to everything she does and gives, like, 100%. And I just think that's such, like, an admirable, like, feature of her. She is so positive and, like, jumps into everything. And I think that's why she's one of the reasons why I love competing so much is because she, like, showed me that you can have fun when you compete and it doesn't have to be this like very serious, like I'm going to do, I have to do good right now or something horrible is going to happen. Like mm-hmm. she just like jumps in, she's getting hit. She's like fired up about it, you know? And I just like really learned from her, like how you can just be so excited and have so much fun with it. And I just think it's really awesome.
1: Yeah. That's such an important point. And I hope, you know, young goalies listening really take that to heart because you know when you first start out it's like you're doing it for fun and hopefully you are having fun right And, Mm -hmm. and that's what kind of gets you to stick with it but there definitely arrives or you get to this moment in your career where it gets a little stressful whether that be like going for that you know recruiting process or or you know as a freshman or sophomore on your college team like you know going through the whole college experience fighting for that starting role so you get to this point where it gets stressful and then you know, you forget about the fun and ironically you start playing, you get tense, you get really tense you can see it in your game. But when you're having fun, you're like loose, you're relaxing, you give up a goal and you're like, Oh man, that was a great shot. I'm going to get yeah. the next one. Right. So it's this whole flip on things. And so having fun is such an important lesson that I hope everyone takes to heart.
0: Yeah. And also just knowing that like competing is fun. Like we do these like goalie drills, whether it's like, you know, the cage is flipped upside down. And you're just tossing balls at each other or like, we do this drill where like someone's in the middle with two balls and they're like throwing and you're trying to score on the person on either side. And like we're competing and we're like going at it. And like, but it's like, you know, someone makes like a great save and you're like, Oh my God, like that was awesome. You know, but then yeah. the balls come at you and like, you know, just like learning and like those small situations that like you can compete with these people, but like really enjoy it. And then like letting that translate over. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. Kaylee's Speak- awesome yeah and speaking of that so she did the in the goalie summit she did um her whole presentation was on like footwork drills right so she had like the ladder out and she like live streamed all these footwork drills and like all the comments in the comment section were like man I could watch Kaylee do do ladder <laughs> drills all day because she was like having so much fun but like at the same time working so hard and it was so cool
0: no she's awesome she could literally like sometimes she would hop in on defense and like She was, like, asking for tips and pointers, like. And you're like, Kaylee, you're playing on, like, the U.S., like, senior team. Yeah. But you want to get better at defense. Like, you know, it's just, like, it's a, she's awesome. Yeah. She's an incredible person. And I'm, like, really both to watch her when I was younger and then also get to know her on a more personal level is really, she's awesome.
1: Love it. So, she's probably one of the best goalies in the world. She played with Team USA. You got, another one of the best goalies in the world, uh, Taylor Moreno, your, your, your teammate. Um, talk to me about, about playing with Taylor.
0: Yeah, she, we had such a good relationship. I really, really um, recommend getting close with like, whether it's you're in high school or in college, like having a good relationship with your like upperclassmen goalies, Because she has, she taught me so much, like freshman year, whether it's how she communicated with the team, so like I didn't mess it up for them, or like when I'm in this instance, what do you think the best thing for me to do is? And like whether it's lacrosse or like just knowing how to run drills, and like learning how to like communicate with the team, is just like I got to learn so much my freshman year being behind her, Mm -hmm. and like. It was awesome. It really was awesome.
1: Yeah. So. She's she's really uh really great. Obviously one of the, the best goalies and I mean you guys won a national championship. That's got to be a, Yeah. That's got to be uh an incredible run. And you're part of that team, right? I mean, obviously she was the one starting the games, but you know, you're 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 working with that team. You're 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 helping the team get better. And so that's got to feel pretty good for you. Talk to me about that yeah. about that season.
0: It was really really it was great like there's just a lot of support whether you played or you didn't like every single person on that team mattered Mm -hmm. and you could feel it. And I think that's like really important. Like there is just so much respect and love for each other, whether you were a four year starter or you had never played like significant minutes. And like, you could just see that carry over onto the field. And like, we just worked hard, but we enjoyed playing lacrosse and we, enjoyed seeing each other outside of lacrosse too so it was really special
1: yeah and there um there were specific moments during that season and and during that finals run where, where Taylor was not playing good right um yeah. and I you mean, went was that was that you that went in there was that another goal like, I'm just yeah, kind of putting yeah. this all together in my head right now maybe I should have worked <laughs> it out before
0: <laughs> no okay it's okay. It was. I did go in. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Let's go. All right. So, um, you know, it just goes to show that, like, even if you're playing behind, like, one of the best as a backup goalie, like, you're always 30 seconds away from getting in there, right?
0: Always. I think I had a two minute warm up and then I was in. We yeah. had a timeout and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, and where's your coach,
1: Sadie? At least get ready. Get ready. You're going in.
0: Yeah. They're just like, okay. Alicia, warm up. Yeah. They're like, okay, at least you're in now. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I guess let's go. I didn't have a lot of time to think. I had to find yeah. my mouth.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go,
0: right? <laughs> yeah. That's
1: funny. Awesome. So, um, well, congratulations on that. Uh thank national champ. Would you guys get rings? Is that is that the, the is that what you get, or do you get something else?
0: Yeah, we have you can see my I don't know, I'm trying to right in the back. You can see my hat and trophy back there.
1: Okay. I the, do. I do see it. Yeah,
0: where they're safe, okay, and not in a college house.
1: Yeah, you don't just you're you're not just wearing it around uh, no. to to class on a on a No, I am
0: not. Where... That is on like a shelf at my mom's house.
1: Okay,
0: <laughs> <laughs> where it's safe. No one's touching it.
1: Yeah, would you say that you know in that first year and uh, at UNC and then and then even last year, would you say you you've modified your goalie game at all? And if so, h- how?
0: Definitely. Definitely. So I've worked with a lot of um, goalie coaches like Phil Barnes, who is our goalie coach at UNC. And then I've worked with Rodney Rollman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Rodney. Dude, Rodney's awesome. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's 70 years old and still playing. It's incredible. Yeah. It is incredible. So I've worked with him a lot. And, you know, just like I came in, I was playing too wide for – my size you know i was like i had a lot of these like extremes and we just like really narrowed it like i play a lot more narrow now i play a lot more neutral like my hands are up mm-hmm. here they're very like loose and in my body and just like relaxed. Yeah. i don't squat as much i'm pretty like i've got a bend in my knee but i stand pretty tall yeah. and like you know those little improvements just like Make have made a lot of a difference for me, especially transitioning to the college game.
1: Yeah, I love that.
0: Way different from high school. Yeah. One of the things I was going to mention to just like
1: on a technique is a lot of times I do see goalies like hold their hands too high, in my opinion, right? And maybe it's because they're short and they feel like I need to have my stick like high. A lot of times, like when I was taught, it was eye thumb ball, right? And so I did start with my hand, it was like way, kind of way up here. And when you look at tape of like slow motion, a lot of times what you see is the first move then like corrects and it comes to like the chin or it comes to a little bit below the chin and then it goes out. And so, so that's, that's where you got to start with the, your, your top hand. I think, yeah. what do you think?
0: Yeah. And I no, I agree. I think, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of different goalie techniques out there. And like I sure. to say that whether one's right or wrong, but for me personally, I used to have my hands like here because mm. you want to cover that, you know, you want to make it seem smaller than it is. Yeah. But the shooters are so good in the college level that having me, having my hand there wasn't really doing anything. Right. So I, like brought it lower, much more neutral. So it was easier for me to get everywhere. Yeah. Like whether top left, I could turn my hands over a lot easier, you know, Yep. it just made it. I mean, stake side high, stick side high, like, You, it's pretty like compared to everywhere else, like you should be able to get there. I think you know, maybe some goalies go low first. That's but like having your hands here compared to here, it should be pretty easy to make that same save or -hmm. the same difficulty. I think
1: Mm -hmm.
0: having here your hands much more neutral, you can go everywhere so much quicker. So that's my thought process. Also, it's a little easier on the arms, you know. (laughs) here yeah being like you know a little more in the body so
1: yeah well you used to have these these goalies that like would, would hold the stick like way out to the side and even have yeah. like their bottom arm their bottom arm almost like locked out yeah. and in fact if you see like my rat logo I, the, the, I sent a pic to the designer of a goalie like that and so Like that's how, and I no longer recommend that stance. So I obviously had to get the logo redone yeah. because I can't, can't I can't have a lax goalie rat with a bad stance. Anyway, (laughs) you're just, you're just not athletic when you're locked out and there's so much tension and that's kind of the opposite of what we're going for.
0: Yeah. And so that's something me and Rodney talk about a lot is, um, you know, going from being like really stiff when you're sitting really low Mm -hmm. compared to being in a little higher, Mm -hmm. um, and just knowing that when you, Nowhere locked out is good. Right. Like, you know, standing straight up, not great. You know, you're not going to move very fast. But also sitting all the way down and being tense there, not great. Having your hands all the way out, probably not going to help you, but having your hands all the way in, also not going to be great. But just finding that like happy medium where you feel loose and fast, yeah, is gonna be the best part. So, like, you know, for me, I've got shorter legs. Me being loose and fast is shoulder length yeah like the shoulder width like me being super wide is not going to be good for me yeah but like someone who has much longer legs or is say six four you know what i mean like having that wider base is going to be more comfortable you're going to be looser and then in that like and then faster so
1: totally yeah a lot of different ways to play the position and i think that uh you know trying to apply a one-size-fits-all approach uh, to every true. goalie is a mistake, but yeah, there's definitely some rules that we're talking about that you can make sure you're not, yeah. you're not, you're not tense and you're athletic. And those are kind of like the, you know, the non-negotiables.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. That. Um, Rodney calls so, me all the time, by the way, I haven't spoken to him in he, a long time, but he calls me all the time. Cause he loves to talk. He loves to talk lacrosse and specifically oh, goalie oh, more than anything in this world. <laughs> so,
0: he's incredible. He's incredible. Yeah, I'm so I lived in Chapel Hill this summer and I would, I drove up three times to work with him in uh, Virginia.
1: Virginia. Okay.
0: Like you're just insane. Like you're driving yeah. three hours to get here. I'm like, Rodney, no, it's awesome. Yeah. Like, he is so much fun. We do goalie wars and he's 70 years old and he's like slinging them and they're going <laughs> in. Like yeah. he is awesome.
1: Oh, he's awesome. He's a great guy. Yeah. He's great. I hope I'm that athletic when I'm 70. Me too. Me too. There you go. Um. So last season, honorable mention, all American, your first year starting. Congratulations. By the way, that's that's an impressive an impressive feat. Uh, talk to me about about the season you guys had, and, and you and you had last year.
0: Yeah, it. I mean, it was definitely a rebuilding year. Mm-hmm. We lost, I think, over fifty percent of our starters. Oh wow. So, you know, it was a young team and we were just like trying to get after it. The only real veteran side of it was the defense. And so I got very lucky there. We had like great, great defenders. Emily Knowles, Brooklyn Walker-Welch, Gabby Hall, Livy Lawton. Um, Unfortunately, Julia Dorsey got hurt, but she was great. And then um, Ellie Traggio coming in as a freshman. I like was very fortunate to have Such a veteran group come in, who have played together, and I got got to play with them last year as well a lot. So, you know, just that was the mainly the veteran side, and I was kind of the new guy on the block with them, and like we had a lot of young people playing. So, I mean, I think it it looked a little different than a lot of Carolina years look, but we had a good year, and we had a really we learned a lot. I learned. So much. And, you know, and I like it was an awesome year, I think.
1: All right. Let's talk about those lessons learned. Let's talk about those lessons learned. Give me one.
0: First, you know, just try to relax. It's way easier said than done. Mm -hmm. But, like, trust yourself. Don't get yourself too hyped up. You know, be in the moment and just like breathe, be there. You know, that's the main one. And then you get into like learning how.
1: That's a big one. Can we talk about that real quick?
0: Yes, of course.
1: (laughs) That is a big one. Yeah, because I I feel like a lot of goalies feel like I got to be perfect, right? I got to be perfect. Um, And you don't. Don't have to be perfect. And guess what? You're probably not going to be perfect. And so it's about (laughs) like, it's about working through those mistakes and trusting yourself and not like getting so down on yourself that one goal given up then becomes four or five or six and you can't get, can't get back on it and you're not there for your team. So that's, that's a cool lesson.
0: I know everyone talks a lot about like Ted Lasso, you know, and he talks about like memory, like a goldfish Mm -hmm. and he like, you hear that and sometimes it doesn't click. But I think for me personally, it was like thinking in game about what just happened. Isn't going to help me be better for the next shot what's going to help me be better is resetting getting to my fundamentals and just like continuing to be relaxed and trusting that I am a good goalie you know Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: which is much easier said than done yeah
1: yeah so how do you I was going to ask how do you do that because you give up a goal ACC championship game sideline goes nuts you know (laughs) they're like you know maybe you hear someone go you should have had that one like you know how do you, what what, do you, what what do you do personally as sort of a reset routine to once you give up a goal
0: yeah i'm just a big i like looking at my like defenders and knowing where like how they're doing and i just take a deep breath you know kind of get a feel like get a gauge of where you are in the game like are we up are we down you know what's the, like the kind of vibe going on with the defense Mm -hmm. so like trusting that like in my own abilities and in my defender's abilities like they're gonna give me the best shots they can give me at this time and I'm gonna like whether I make a save or not and yeah maybe I would have had it on a different day but just knowing that I am a good enough goalie that I'm giving you know my best at like any moment if that makes sense and trusting that and that comes with experience like i didn't know that until the end of the season yeah like really i got and didn't get to work on it until this fall but like just okay like my mid game is pretty good and they don't need my best every day they just need my good and just knowing that and like trusting it
1: yeah 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 um Jeez, especially in the women's game cuz you know there's there's games that some go I mean you had a lot of great double digit save games but there's a lot of save a lot of games where you goalies will have like on the women's side like four saves and I'm like yeah, yeah that's a pretty good game. <laughs> you know, I think those four saves were very impactful, very um yeah well well timed and changed the momentum of the game. And so, you know, a lot of times it's about when you make those saves, not necessarily uh how many you make.
0: Yeah, and I mean you never like try to make them at one point or the other, you know, you're always trying to make the saves. Right. It's just like being in the moment. No. And like I said, knowing what your team needs from you and just keep trying to give it to them. Like,
1: yeah.
0: You know? And so, yeah. All right. Well,
1: and it like, should be, it should be a good season coming up then. So now you got, you had a young team. Now you got yeah. a lot of, now you got a lot of returners or or did you graduate? Yeah more
0: we have we have a lot of returners and we've got really good freshmen coming in okay and like we yeah and the sophomores you know they're not freshmen anymore so they've played a year right like the people who may have been older but were sitting behind like all americans you know are now they've got a year under their belt and like yeah i think we're gonna have a good team for sure yeah i'm very excited about this year
1: all right, let's go. So did you last season you had you you graduated all these starters, you know, did you then feel like oh, I got to take more of a leadership role of this team or not so much?
0: So not last year for me. Like I said, we had like Emily, we had Emily Knowles who was a, playing a lot. We had Gabby Hall. Um I think more I so I didn't feel like they needed leadership from me. You know, I tried to give it where I could, you know, I'm a big, like, you don't go into something like trying to be a leader, you just give them like, you talk a lot, you ask them what they need from you. And then, you know, if they need a leader, you develop into that. And if they don't, you say, cool, Mm -hmm. you just need me to call ball. Awesome. I'll just call ball. You You know what I mean? So they they didn't really need that much for me this year on the leadership end
1: got
0: it but yeah
1: but, but who knows next year
0: I know right <laughs>
1: <laughs> um yeah I love that okay yeah you're right and you you know I think that goalie of in and of itself is kind of a leadership position because you know you're directing the defense and like I said calling out the ball but you certainly different teams need different things right like some teams and defenses do need you to really be a leader and really kind of <laughs> be the person that says hey come on let's let's work harder kind of like push them a little bit and then other times you don't need that so yeah and kind of knowing your roles I think very critical.
0: Yeah for sure and in high school you know I definitely had to be like let's you know figure it out we need to get going. Right. You know especially being on the younger side compared to all of them I was like I trust you guys I'm gonna follow your lead and like definitely this fall you know I've developed the skills a little bit more. I've been like you know, being like, hey, we need, we might need a stop right here. Or, you know, you guys are doing good. Like, let's keep going. And knowing, like, in your communication, when to like be like, no, you got it. Like, I, I'm i a big, like, in a 1v1, being like, especially down the alleys, like, good, hold him, hold him. Good job. You're right there. Like, keep it. Like, and I know you, I'm sure Rodney's talked to you about that. I picked it up from him. But, you know, just being like, it doesn't need to be the most like outright leadership. But just like in the moment, giving your like teammates the confidence and then doing what they need from you is kind of how my how my take on leadership is.
1: Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, you had a uh, Dr. T, a uh, sports psychologist on. and He said, like, you know, when you pump up when you pump up your teammates, when you pump up their tires, they go faster and they can go over the bumps. Right. And so that's what that's what you're kind of doing when you do that. And it, it just helps out the entire team, makes them feel good, makes you feel good you guys play better.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome.
1: What about other mental game lessons? So, we talked about the um, you know, the 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 Ted Lasso Goldfish memories kind of a huge yeah. cliche one for us goalies, but are there other absolutely. mental game lessons that you've learned along the way that you want to share?
0: Yeah, so I actually work very closely with a sports psychologist um through the school and the main thing that we talk about is train like what you how you want to do something and like if I want to be able to overcome big challenges in games I have to change that train that in practice and I have to train my response to things in practice so say like you know I'm not having I get I go in for my four shots I let everything in instead of being like oh you know I suck just being like very conscious of that mental talk be like okay if this happened to me in a game, how would I want to respond? And then training that and that, like makes a huge difference. I think.
1: Yeah. Like how you, how you practice is definitely how you play in the games. Yeah. You, you can't cause I, there, there was certain, I've worked, I've been teammates with kids, not so much on my lacrosse team, but in other avenues where like they treated practice way differently and then expect to be like this different person or expect to like, turn it mm. on during the game and definitely doesn't work like that.
0: Um, yeah. And like, it's not just f- your physical performance too, yeah. which is like, a like you have to train how you want to respond. Like, do you want to be relaxed or do you want to let yourself get very worked up? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and those things don't, I think some people think that if you just like think really hard about them, That it like happens, you know, you talk to someone and then the next thing you know, you're automatically about to do it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But When I work with my, with Dr. Carr, who's my sports psychologist, we're like, okay, this is how I want to respond in these situations. Let's find these tough situations like in my life, whether it's lacrosse or not lacrosse related and train it how I would want to respond. And then that like kind of translates over and like when you have to do that in fall ball and you have to do that in practice. And then eventually it'll come to you in games.
1: Yeah. How how do you create that same level of pressure though in, in the practice? Um, Yes.
0: We have. Does that make
1: sense? The question? Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, absolutely. Yeah. Um, All of our practices are very intense. You know, I like, I'm a firm, firm believer that our the, like our whole bench could start at a lot of places. So every one of our, on our team is very elite. So practices like are inherently elite and we have good scrimmages like inner squad and out of squad, like in our fall ball games. So it's just like, we, like, we breed a very competitive environment. So you have a lot of exposure to these like intense situations if that makes sense
1: gotcha yeah so it's it's about i mean it's about as much as you can uh creating that environment in practice right and like treating practice as if it's the acc championship game and giving it that level of effort so that when you're in the acc championship game like it's almost like i've been here right
0: exactly and i mean you don't have to kill yourself don't get like you know you don't have to stretch yourself out to all the ends but no being able to be competitive and then you're like okay I'm relaxed in this environment yeah. Yeah, yeah and just having that like being able to train yourself to do that so then you're like oh we're like the offense and the defense are getting after it today at it. like this is fun yeah. and like being comfortable there and like that translates you totally. know
1: I, I also think that for goalies like if you can develop drills and that sort of put the spotlight on them so when i do clinics that like we all i love to do like king of the hill where like everyone who's at the clinic is now watching you take saves and so you get it's not it's not just you and a coach right now you got all these eyes on you it just helps you get used to that pressure of mm. of having people watch you and you still performing like you know how to do it
0: yeah we do goalie wars a lot yeah. and like you know you're really competing with the other goalies and everyone's good, you know, like our entire like Elsie, Stella, Betty, our entire goalie like squad, goalie world is good. Mm -hmm. So you're going at it in like goalie wars and you might be like doing really well and then they start creeping up on you and you're like, okay, I gotta turn this up again. Like you know what I mean? And like being able to navigate that and then in turn not like be all. really mental about it and be like, Oh, we're competing head to head. She's going to do better than me. You know, this is going to cause like, you know, and like letting yourself kind of go into that spiral of like, I'm not going to play, you know, instead just being like, okay, this is like, you get to, that's another situation where you just get to train the like, competitive, like, okay. Instead of like worrying like, Oh, they're doing good. It's like, okay, like, let's turn this on now. Like, this is like, Fun and competitive and you get to train that. Yeah. And like that's one instance. Sometimes we have game days where it's like, you know, the coaches are want us to be competitive and like we'll do a little drill. And it's like, if you don't save it, you're out. It's like, okay, pressure's on. Like, let's, you know, don't fret. Just get into it. So yeah, like little instances like that.
1: Yeah. Love it. Well, I wanted to ask you a question about uh consistency. Because, you know, when when you look at your save totals from last year, just yeah. I mean go, here's a stretch of games, nine saves, eight saves, eight saves, 11 saves, seven <laughs> saves, seven saves. Right. Like that's consistency. And a lot of yeah. goalies have written to me and said, like, I struggle with consistency. Like some days I'll have the seven save game and then I have one and then I have yeah. one and then I have seven. What, what do you say to that young goalie that, that is struggling with consistency? What's, yeah. what's your response to them? Well,
0: first thing I say that, you know, it's not a science. Like, I haven't figured it out, you know. And I'm sure there are people who have played a lot longer than me that are struggling with consistency. But it's just, I think that getting into it is Hmm. That's a good question. I really want to, like, I'm thinking about this answer.
1: Okay. Um, I got some thoughts. I'll, I'll, I'll give my thoughts. Maybe it'll trigger something. Maybe it'll trigger something for you uh, as well. It's, it's um, you're right. Cause you can't, you can't control it. Right. And every goalie is going to have that game where yeah. you just can't, I, I'm not seeing the ball. Right. And so yeah. no stink, but I think, yeah. I think it goes back to what you're saying about, the the preparation, you know, just being consistent in your preparation and treating every day like it is the ACC championship, right? And yeah. training at that level and just being consistent in your wall ball, in your mental game study, in in you know your footwork, and everything that you do, like keeping that high level of consistency. That's all we can control, right? And I think yeah. that if you're consistent in your preparation, you'll start to see more consistency in your results with with no. those games of one or two saves always sprinkled in, right? That's 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 what I told them anyway. So I don't know if that triggers No, something.
0: I think that is a great answer. I also think treating each game like very similarly. I Ooh. think that you like not overhyping the big games, not yeah. undervaluing, you know, maybe the not so big games. Yeah. Like treating every game as if it's important, but it's not the end of the world, you know?
1: Yeah. Because
0: a lot of the times you overhype these games against like top 10 teams and then you get tight. Yeah. Or you don't value teams or other games that are against maybe like lower teams and you aren't as like focused, you know? mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so- Training that, like like you said, getting, like, treating every day like it's an ACAC championship, but also knowing that that doesn't mean it's panicked, high intent, like, you know, like very overhyped. It's training yourself to be at that, like, mid-level of I'm in the zone, but I'm relaxed, you know, I'm not freaking out about this game, but I'm not like, oh, I don't have to try. You know, and obviously your emotions are going to fluctuate either way. And, you know, maybe your best effort against some of the like the games where you're not as excited about it is like a six or a seven. But that's still consistent, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, I like that.
1: Yeah, that is a very good point, because how often have you seen like, you know, where you're playing that last place team and, you know, you're supposed to dominate them, but. Going into the fourth quarter, it's a one-goal game, right? And it's it's because it's because you're not not as focused,
0: yeah. And that that could be in the
1: preparation leading up to that game as well.
0: Yeah, Yeah. or they punch you in the mouth early, and you're like, "Whoa, sorry," you know. And I've had that. I've definitely had that happen to me before. Where I was like, "Okay, all these girls are playing college lacrosse for a reason," you know what I mean? Like, I can't take game off. And then also knowing, like, I've also had games where I got myself. I wouldn't say worked up is the right word for it, but I was very like tense because of how excited and like the pressure of the game mm. and that hurt me in the end too, you know? So just being able to like gauge which way you need to go, whether it's like, do I need to get myself excited for this game or do I need to relax myself for this game? So I'm at like that steady pace.
1: Yeah. What, what do you do to relax or how do you go? How do you I, go down?
0: Yeah, so I'm just like, it sounds silly, but I'm like, okay, first off, you know, not that many people are here, you know, people like, I'm okay, you know, I'm a good goalie. Yeah, I I, like, I'm good. You know, the people who love me don't care whether I play horrible Mm. or not. My teammates trust me. I don't need to stand in my head to win this game kind of just like you talk yourself down and get yourself like lower into that kind of like headspace of like I don't need to be the best player on the earth for us no. to win this game. The team my team just needs me to play like I play. Yeah. You know, you kind of like can rock yourself down into that like headspace and everything it's going to be different for my, for everyone. I think. Yeah. Like tell yourself what you need to tell. I tend to put a lot of pressure on myself. So being like, I mean, my mom's gonna be proud of me either way, you know? Right. And like you, know, like it's that type of stuff, you know.
1: How, that was actually a good question then. So then how do you get your how do you get yourself up? How do you do it the other way?
0: By like, I think just okay, like these girls play, they're well coached. You know, you put you give them respect, I think. They mm-hmm. are well coached, they practice as much as you do. Like they are playing college lacrosse for a reason. You can't just like go in thinking that you're going to beat them without trying, you know? And like I said, you might not be able to get your nine or 10 from playing that, like doing that, but you might be able to get rather than getting your four and not playing well, you might be able to get your six or seven. So I just, I think that makes sense. It and, does make
1: sense. It does make yeah. sense. I love that. Uh, well, Alicia, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, I love having New Yorkers on the show. Did I, did I tell you that <laughs> the time goes by so fast?
0: <laughs> I know you talk a lot. You talk a lot <laughs> and
1: that's great for a podcast, right? And you couldn't, couldn't yeah, ask for a better right. guest, but anyway, the answers and the insight that you shared were, were awesome. Um, wish you uh, nothing but luck and success for the upcoming season. And oh, what, uh, what 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 sticker are you using these days? What's your what's your oh, gear setup? Yeah.
0: I use the Eclipse Two. Yeah. Yeah. I use the Epic Dragonfly, the narrow one, not the wide one. And mm-hmm. then I use oh, I forget what it's called, but I use the String King, the like flex, the semi-hard flex. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Got, Got it. it. So that's where I'm at. Are you gonna
1: Are you gonna try the the three the Eclipse
0: three? Oh, uh, they haven't given it to us yet. If I'm being honest, I oh. use what they gave me. So let's go.
1: Let's go. Get them. Come on. Hook hook them up. Hook them up. STX. I'll have
0: to ask. I'll have to yeah. ask them. Um, get them. I like in. it.
1: I like it quite a bit. Um, I'm
0: a big fan of the uh, the bottom of the head, right where you like your hand sits. The throat. I, Yep. Yeah. Yep. Compared to the eclipse one, to the eclipse two. And like I haven't used the eclipse three yet, but I'm a big fan of that.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely sleeker. Do you like when you set up, do you grab the the plastic? Is that how your top hand
0: Yeah? But I'm very relaxed on my top hand. Uh-huh. So and I don't like to be up on the like where the head of the part start the part of the head starts curving out. Yeah. I so like not, to...
1: not super up up here, but like kind of yeah. just no. down here. Yep.
0: yep. Up there, really relaxed. So I like feeling the uh I like how it has the bumps. Yeah. I, I think
1: Well, cool. so the new one doesn't have, like you're talking about that little texture right here.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. The
1: new one doesn't have that. So that's really? interesting, but it does have this little, like, I don't know if you can see, it's like a little nub right here.
0: Okay. I do which, see it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, I like it. Cause like you can kind of like rest either your index finger. or If you want to go really high, you can rest your yeah. middle finger on there. So I like it.
0: Yeah. And I'm usually low. Well, much more I'm pretty open palmed like it looks like my hands are like this but my top my uh, thumb and pointer yeah are pretty relaxed so I like having being able to have my thumb feel it so I'm a big flips
1: so does that get like when the you have your your palms sort of like almost open a little bit like kind of like this does it get tight as the shot comes or no then you're just you're just going for it
0: it gets tight as the shot comes but it helps with the low ones because then I'm not like you know like choking it less tension yeah yeah i'm for, but like you know i think that trans like i'm a very relaxed like you won't see me really like tight Mm -hmm. anytime so that's kind of how i am ever like you know when i play love it so uh
1: alicia if you had to leave the goalies out there with a final piece of advice what would that be
0: yeah i just don't overthink it you know make it like relax Watch the ball, make the save. It sounds really easy, but like, you know, and just go back to your fundamentals. What if you, whether it's in the middle of a game, you're struggling, you're in a slump, or you just like want to get better, go back to your fundamentals and trust them. That's my, yeah. Awesome.
1: Thank you so much for coming on the show.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for having me.
1: So there you go have it hope you enjoyed that episode with carolina goldie tar here Go- tar heel goalie alicia nicholas awesome to hear her story great lacrosse goalie uh player great lacrosse goalie um awesome awesome young lady and it was a pleasure to interview her and get to know her a little bit more that'll do it for this week we'll be back next week with another episode lacrosse season it's around the corner we're in january now you're gonna start seeing some uh fall ball uh practices and uh, posts coming up. Seasons are starting pretty soon, and uh, I'm excited for it. I couldn't be more excited for it, but if you're looking for some lacrosse goalie training, I wanna invite you to join the Lacs Goalie Rat Academy. It's my personal vault of training videos, and it really has everything that you need at, for a lacrosse goalie education. We've got videos on techniques, so that's things like stance, positioning, moving to the ball, communication, all of of those things, the technique. You've got your physical drills. So how do I get in shape? What are the drills that I do there? You've got your mental game study. So all of the different lessons. You've got your technical drills. You've got stick stringing. You've got general lacrosse IQ, just tons and tons of training. It's only 40 bucks a month, Netflix model. So you can get in there, download all the training that you need for just 40 bucks and you can quit anytime. Head on over to laxgoalierat.com slash camp. C-A-M-P laxgoalierat.com slash camp. Hope to see you on the inside. In the meantime, get out there, get some work in, do well and be well. I'm coach Damon. Take care. You've been listening to the lax goalie rat podcast with your host, coach Damon Wilson.